0: Hey, everyone, welcome to yet another edition of the Mint Door podcast. I'm Laura Schwind. And I am Karen Tindall. And we are on today. I'm super excited because I want to hear, first of all, Karen, you were describing a delicious dinner that you were making the other night. And right. um, I, you know me, I love to talk about food. I love to share recipes. I, and so let's bring that into the podcast. Tell us about your dinner. Yeah. So
1: I cook in my family for three different dietary requirements. (laughs) (laughs) We do vegetarian, we do gluten-free and dairy-free. So creating dinner like It doesn't seem like it's a big deal because I've just got used to what substitutions I would put in for most people. And we pretty much all eat gluten free. So that makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But on this evening, I was making um, like bowls. Like you, I know how much you like having a bowl. And when we're together, that's often like the thing that we always go for on a menu is the bowl. Mm -hmm. And I was making bowls. And for me and Isabel, for the vegetarian option, I was doing roasted cauliflower. Now, I like to do it with smoked paprika on it and a little bit of olive oil. And it, it just turns and the unami seasoning from Trader Joe's which I just used for the first time the other night. I loved it. You liked it? I loved it. So this is what goes on my cauliflower. And on a Wednesday evening, once a month, I have a coaching group um, with physicians um, who have young children. And I was trying to get ahead of schedule and be prepared and ready. And dinner would be literally ready to go as soon as I finished. Mm -hmm. Um, And I put the... Cauliflower onto roast. And I was about, I was going to take it out before I started my coaching session. And then I didn't. Oh no! And it was only probably like one minute from the end of my coaching session that I sat here in my office. And I thought, what is that smell? Like, it smells like something's burning. And I had left cauliflower in the oven for probably an hour and a half. Oh my gosh. It was black. (laughs) It was... I was so sad. Hmm. So,
0: and no one, were, were, was your family home? Did they not know that there was
1: anything in the oven? Uh, they were at home, but my husband was still working. Mm-hmm. And um, my girls were upstairs doing their homework. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is part of like where the mental load falls. Mm-hmm. That dinner is... Is my responsibility ultimately Mm -hmm. that even though people might sometimes ask what they can do, but nobody is thinking about, oh, she started the dinner. Mm -hmm. That must be what that ridiculous burning smell is. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay. So let's unravel this just a little bit. So first of all, you were super excited because you were being – a good steward of your time. You were mm-hmm. getting things done ahead of time. Yep. You were also doing um, what you needed to do professionally. Mm-hmm. You had plates spinning and yep. they were spinning in an organized fashion. So you probably felt at
1: that moment pretty good. Like, Yeah. I felt like I had done everything that I helped people with. I had prepared in advance, I was thinking about my time, I didn't want us to eat late, like everything was lining up to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So for that moment, when I saw that, was well, smelt, mm-hmm. and then I saw the result of what happened, mm-hmm. I was just like, because that's the main bit of mine, Isabel's vegetarian meal was the cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have, I think I'd done chicken or something for the other guys, which I'd already cooked before, but that was not in the oven. So that was safe. Mm-hmm. But I just felt so disappointed in myself. Mm. And so like that I'd let everybody down because it was already seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And in my like, not panic, but in my need to I have to get something sorted quick, and it was one of the days where the cupboard was bare. Mm-hmm. um do you know the the like little nursery rhyme, old Mother Hubbard is she American? Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah, where her cupboard well, basically it was a mother Hubbard moment mm-hmm. in my cupboard, <laughs> and so there was nothing else to put in this, and like i all I did is like, I didn't on that moment allow myself any emotion. I just like, right. I'm going out and literally gathered up my coat and my bag and probably under my breath is like I'm muttering, oh my goodness, I can't believe that I didn't, like that that's happened. Like Mm -hmm. I was already thinking, you're a failure. Mm -hmm. You didn't get dinner, like to be on the table. So I got in the car and drove to Walmart and the whole way there, I mean, it's not that far. It's only about a mile and a half away, but I felt horrible inside. Mm -hmm. So...
0: And not only that, but the thought occurred to you while you were finishing up your coaching. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, probably your emotions were on a roller coaster ride as you were trying to hold it together
1: professionally, right? Yeah, like right. It's one of those things, isn't it? It's like, as coaches, we're always trained how to be present. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to focus on wrapping up the session and being present, mm-hmm. and yet my brain is already thinking, oh, my gosh, I've burned dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all the emotions that go with that as well. Yeah, and it's the, the, the whole thing of I think as, as women who work, I think we have a huge burden on us that we feel like we have to be successful at everything. All the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. And like life wasn't designed this way when they created, well, whoever, nobody created it specifically, did they? But when the term of like a housewife Mm -hmm. was coined, like typically women didn't go to work, women didn't hold down a job and do all of that stuff at home. Right. Right. So I think there's pressure on me. and And I just remember feeling, oh my gosh, I can't do everything I'm dropping here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in that moment it felt like it was I'd done something really big like this was a big thing to drop right and you know
0: like if you if you zoom out way out and are looking down at your life 10 Mm -hmm. 15 20 years from now this one moment is not that big a deal no not at all but in that moment we take it all on don't we and you yeah. did you you felt like this was this is my this is my deal
1: and i i didn't do it yeah i felt like in that moment that it was all my fault mm-hmm. like and in, in reality like were my family actually that I bothered i don't think they'd actually know that i'd left the house to be fair <laughs> didn't <laughs> <Okay>. they really <laughs> one of them did one of them was sat on the sofa but the other two didn't uh-huh and like it was it was as I drove to the shop, it felt bad, and like once I got in the shop, I knew that I had a task to do, and I wasn't even thinking about it mm-hmm. and yet it was when I got in the car and I was just driving start thinking about driving away, and I was like, I feel better, like this isn't a big deal. I've sorted it out. there is a solution to the problem. we're still going to eat dinner. it's not going to take that long
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I then Marco polo you at that moment in time. And I was like, Hey, this is a realization. Like I thought I'd done really bad, like by letting my gorgeous dinner like mm-hmm. burn. Mm-hmm. But in effect, actually, it just made me realize that that isn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like that happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Like, like <laughs> these things are just, this is tell you what it is. It was a realization of this is normal life.
0: It's normal life, and everything is um, to coin. Um, oh,
1: Marie Forleo, mm-hmm.
0: everything is figure outable.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't a big, like it wasn't a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like that could have happened. I could have let that cauliflower burn. Mm-hmm. Had I been on my Peloton, right? Had I been out in the garden? Had I been gone? Like. Had I been watching some, like maybe switch a movie on and you've got food in the oven, like that can happen. I don't think I would have blamed myself as much, but it was the fact that I was trying to be in inverted commas, super mum by working and cooking and looking after my family at the same time. And I tied it into the fact that when I work, I have this mum guilt that I'm not being there for my family. So yeah, that was an interesting Mm -hmm. realization. Oh my gosh. The mom
0: guilt is a whole nother, probably episode of our podcast, but it, you're right. It is, it is that moment where we feel like we aren't living up to our, our, the standards we've set for ourselves in mm-hmm. all the categories. Yes. Yeah. And yet, and we take that on. No one's, no one's, no one's handed that to us. Like if you think about your family, none of them were saying, you know, we expect this from you
1: Mm -hmm. today. Yeah. They they were happy to eat whatever. Right. Yeah. I think that's it. I think mom guilt is something that society has developed, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like it's been inbred into us that you feel guilty as a mom if you're not. But one thing I was thinking about is like, wouldn't it be amazing if, there could be more vulnerable conversations like this Mm -hmm. where more people said, you know what, it is difficult juggling everything. Mm -hmm. I do feel this way. This does happen. Mm -hmm. Because then more people will get used to the fact that this is normal. Like it is normal life. And that's why I think it's so important that we collectively share um, experiences like this, things that happen to us because just shows other people it happened to me it'll happen to you and it probably has already happened to you Mm -hmm. but if you haven't spoken about it that's when you it's it's more easy to harbor that mum guilt because you see these mums on Instagram whose dinner turned out perfectly and they look their hair looks great and their makeup's perfect and they don't look tired and (laughs) I
0: think yeah I think you're right we need to start a new trend number one of vulnerable honest conversations which is a big piece of the mint door
1: yep
0: um but the other piece of it is i think maybe we should start a trend posting pictures of our burned meals and our disheveled (laughs) appearance and (laughs) i think i think that's it's refreshing isn't it it is
1: refreshing because have i ever posted a picture of my burnt food no i haven't but how many of our pictures taking pictures of things when they turn out nice and showing people, Oh, look at what Kara made tonight. Exactly. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. All right. So next, at- next burnt dinner is posted. That's our deal. Whoever yep. burns dinner next. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and uh, anybody out there listening, if you want to throw us a picture of your burnt dinner or, yeah. or post that, let's, let's start a new trend.
1: Let's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go viral. <laughs> yeah. Your pictures of the worst uh, burnt dinner. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Well, I'm glad that you worked through that and I'm glad Mm. dinner turned out and um, ultimately glad that, you know, like the house didn't burn down or, you know, nothing, just some, just some cauliflower that had to.
1: (laughs) Indeed, we did. We did get food in the end. We were all fed and happy. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that. and. We hope you all enjoyed this episode of The Mint Door. We plan on having more of these vulnerable, real conversations. And uh, we'd love you to join. So
1: yeah. if there's ever anything
0: you guys want us to talk about, shoot us a message. And
1: we will. And I'm going to keep fingers crossed that nobody's dinner gets burnt tonight. But if it does, it's okay. And take a picture. (laughs)
0: Let's celebrate (laughs) it. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.